and welcome to Sitcom Geeks. I'm James Carey and this week we're back with Al Murray at the Landudno Craft of Comedy Festival and this time we're talking about the great sitcom Faulty Towers. So let's go back to a, I don't know how small a child was cross-legged on the floor when Faulty Towers was coming on, um, but how, well, how did you experience Faulty, Faulty Towers? Faulty Towers, my uncle... Um, uh, He's John Cleese. No, 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 <laughs> no. It's not quite that good. My, um, although my great uncle is Stephen Murray, who was in the Navy Lark. But that's okay. a different story. <laughs> okay, right? that's a different story. My uncle lived in the next village from us, and he worked in advertising. So he had a VHS player in like oh. 1979. Ooh, top loader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we they had, had Betamax. Well, yeah. there were they. Well, uh, which is a better format, as everyone well, knows. Apparently, yes. Um, they had. <laughs> Uh, they had um, The Riddle of the Sands, Bugsy Malone, <laughs> Faulty Towers, right. and Emmanuel hidden somewhere <laughs> oh, okay. in the house yeah. on VHS, and, 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 and Cabaret. Okay. They had like seven, maybe seven <laughs> VHSs. Did, yeah. yeah. But they had Faulty Towers. Wow. And we would, we, we used to go there for Sunday lunch. It was my dad and his brother were really close. We'd go there. One Sunday in three, and sometimes when my mum went to work, when I in the school holidays, she'd drop me off at my uh, at their house, at my auntie's house, and I would watch Faulty Towers over and over and over again. But mainly, um, mainly series two, all right, and mainly tape two, which so, are which well well or the episodes that are burned in my memory, yeah. Mrs. Richards, I've memorised that one, yep, yeah, and Basil the Rat, <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, and the and the, the the dead guy, whatever it's called. Uh, yes, yeah. Mr. Lehman. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those three. I ha- I had not seen the the first one with the builders until twenty years later because they did. I don't think they had. I don't think they had that cassette. But it, to me, Faulty Towers became an ur text of yeah. of comedy, mm. like completely and in, like this is how you do it. Yeah. It's, and, can, it's canon, isn't and, it? And, and it was funny, funny for me when I was nine, ten, then fourteen, fifteen, in my twenties, thirties, watching with my children uh, when they were a little younger, like five, six, seven years ago, right. and still now, and 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 because and because they left enough in it that it works on all those levels all at once, and none of the levels interfere with each other, so there isn't a level that overpowers any other level. Yeah. His performance is simultaneously, um, it's hilarious and sympathetic. Yeah. Because my kids would watch it going, Basil, don't. Yeah. Don't. don't. Basil, don't. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you're doing, don't. Whatever it yeah. is, don't do it. Yeah. And which I, which I don't remember feeling, but watching children watch it and get that out of it. But it's just, mm. it's so well drawn, so mm. well written. It's also of a piece with all the Doctor Who I used to watch. The wobbly sets, studio yeah. lighting. And you know, when, when Doctor Who came back, people would say, Oh, the wobbly sets. That's not how I see television. I'd see it as they all look like that. Yeah. 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 It's not the sci-fi. The sci-fi didn't look like that. So did I Claudius and so did yeah. Yeah. Forty Towers. What were you talking about? That's 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 BBC reality from the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was nothing to compare it to, really, wasn't yeah. it? But it, it's but it's so funny. Yeah. And they all work as farces yeah. and character studies and you know, there's a there's a sprinkle through a satire in it. Yeah, you know, class and yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, hmm. it's just it's immaculate. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's sublime, really, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean, you don't. Yeah, like you say, you don't really care. I mean, this is again something that that, that annoys me. You know, when you go to an audience sitcom recording, and uh, they, you know, a half-hour show takes whatever four hours yeah. to record, and the reason is that that scene which you watched once and it's really funny, and the audience laughed, and it's all great. Yeah. But we're going to just film exactly the same scene again because uh, we missed this angle of of, of yeah. this thing, yeah. and then so the audience has to sit there again and laugh at the jokes again mm. which as everyone knows you cannot laugh at a joke that yeah. you already know is coming yeah. bless them though they're pretty good at that they sometimes. do their yeah. best they, they do they, you yeah, can they hear, game yeah. Yeah. You, know, you can hear the, 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 the uh, texture of the yeah. laugh and you know that that's not a laugh that's, that's not a, the laugh, laugh of surprise yeah. that is a laugh of encouragement yeah. um, and, <laughs> you know, and that's the, yeah. the, uh, and, and uh, the, well it's like sex you take surprise over encouragement yeah. every day of the week <laughs> But it's like what Paul Burton was saying about uh, Goldman Simpson told him about the Hancock shows that they um, that, that there's some really kind of awful continuity errors in them because they ha- they filmed them in like in ten minutes in in ten minute goes chunks, ten yeah. minute chunks and so there was this bit that happened nine and a half minutes in with Sid and Jane uh, Sid and James and, and Hancock where that that's completely wrong but. They couldn't no re-record cares. it, you know. So they yeah. just they just kept it in, and you know nobody cares at all. Yeah. Really. Well, there's the odd boom in Forty Towers, isn't it? It's actually it's actually clearly shot in a bit of a rush. Right. Well, well, not in a rush. In a like, well, we've got that. Yeah. If there's a boom in it, move on. Move on. Which is how they made the Carry On films as well. Yeah. I yeah. think people are always slightly staggered. That it's pretty much one take. We've got it. Move on. Yeah. But actually, that was the idiom of the time. Because also, yeah. they presumably they didn't realise that they were making a show that we'd still be talking about. Yes, now. of course. Yeah. But also, um, famously, uh, Cleese and Booth had, had spent an awful lot of time on the scripts mm. and then an awful lot of time in rehearsing them. So they must have been of the view that, well, you've got it, haven't you? Yeah. Like, yeah. We've done it. What, what we'll do the next scene? Yeah. How yes. could they? Right. How could they? possibly be we I mean, do it think... again the same if you want yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah, the laughs yeah. won't be there and, yeah. and and that's obviously one of the things that really matters that show and the thing is, is I got I found Python long after 40 Towers right so I watched Python thinking why isn't he Basil Forty funny in this you know he's Basil yeah. I know this yeah. guy he's Basil Forty funny and he's not Basil Forty funny in half of Monty Python mm. yeah the, the TV sketch show is really not as funny as people make it out no 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 patchy at best yeah yeah what I found quite interesting watching the uh, the, the the, the recent, recent three, four years ago, the live uh, show they did yeah. at the O2. Um, of what? Of the, Python. Of the Python. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, yeah. And that was... Um, I, 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 watched, I watched that in a cinema, actually. They were showing yeah. it live mm. in the cinema. Um, but what really kind of shone through there was that Cleese was just... Uh, the, the, the material was Monty Python, you know, it was the very best of Monty Python. It still was, there was still kind mm. of, yeah. it wasn't that great, but it, you know, it was great and it was iconic. It's familiar. Obviously yeah. we yeah, know it all. Yeah, it's nostalgic. But John Cleese's performance, just every time he came on, it just, it just yeah. went up yeah. several yeah. notches. Yeah. And just Cleese being Cleese is, and, and, and I even felt that watching that show, the, the, the new show, which is not, I don't think it's great. I yeah, want the sunset, it, yeah. uh, which I've watched a little bit of, and it's a little bit gentle, and there's not a lot going on. But there's just 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 little moments of cleaseness in there, and yeah. it's just I am. It's my 15 year old self, or however yeah. I was when I first saw Faulty Towers, and, and I'm just 
clutching my side. Yeah, yeah. What's this little yeah, moment yeah, of, yeah. A, of that he, he he's makes. incredibly yes. funny in it. Yeah, mm. in a sort of um, uh, uh, it, it's like you know he knows this is his moment. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, the way it looks on screen, I, he's he's absolutely one hundred percent. We've got this right, you know. Yeah, and it's much. And also, I think what I like about it is the cut. Is it, it, it's much funnier than because he said, didn't he? I was sick of doing sketches where someone, where suddenly someone would say, "Oh, this isn't a sketch; it's a sausage." Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wanted. To, I wanted to do something was yeah. meant, just meant to be mm-hmm. funny, which and is sort of, to it. which is sort of where we yeah. where we started, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And and that 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 it's not just when you read about it. They didn't the rewrites. They'd done the rewrites. The rewrites, you know, this story that they would draft a script for yeah. months and everything. I mean, obviously, there's a good deal of mythology around yeah. the show because it's become such a classic. Yeah. Um, and that there was the four-year gap is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, mm. And that they only did twelve. They only did because they they divorced. They got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> That's the you know, and, yeah. and also what we'd the like BBC. To, we'd like to make a show with your ex-wife. <laughs> well, and the BBC <laughs> couldn't do what the, an American network would do, which would have gone one billion dollars. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and they would have said, "Yeah, all right, we'll do it." Yeah, and, and there was also no culture of a billion dollars and other writers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Com- completely. Yeah. And mm. you, you just know that that now it would be a different story, and they'd yeah. have they'd have been they'd have been. They'd have been cajoled yeah. or yeah. induced yeah. into doing a load more. What um what I think the show really teaches earlier on we were doing a session about characters and we often talk about characters being larger than life. Yeah. And quite often people are reluctant to make characters larger than life because yeah. they feel too sitcommy and fake. Yeah. But again, the beauty I mean that the beauty of, of Basil Fawlty is that he is those moments of pathos you get yeah. where he's absolutely pushed to the limit, but then there are just those tiny little moments. The one that always sticks out, because you'll know this by memory, because I, I, I audio taped an episode off yeah. the TV. Yeah, of course. The Mrs. Richards episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they repeated them probably in about 1986 yeah, or something yeah, and I, yeah. uh, on BBC One, and I taped one of them. So I, I listened to that one. And it's the, um, it's the bit where, it's the zoom, what was that? Yeah. That was your life, Blow. mate. <laughs> Do I get another? Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah. He's just like, oh my goodness, the darkness of this. He's looking into the void at that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. and there are some amazing moments like that. And you just think he's got all but of that's those why Basil is, But that's why Basil works. It's not, it, that's not, it, because he's not just... Angry like, shouty man. Angry shouty yeah. man, rage yeah. machine. He, uh, you know, yeah. and there's a reason he's angry. And yeah. there's... It's, it's like you say, your kids are going, oh, Basil, don't do that. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's, he's, and he's human. Exactly. And it's not just, because the other thing that he gets sort of focused on is he's his snobbery. Mm. But he's not just his snobbery. He really wants to be, he wants to do better. Yeah. And, and he, and he, that's why he listens to classical music. Yeah. Not because, not because, and he sucks up to people because he thinks that'll yeah. help. Yeah. It's not because, it, it's not a flaw. Yeah. It's a foible. You know, yeah. it's not because he's a oh, bad person. Yeah, no, that's right. It's yeah. not, Yes, that's interesting, isn't it? He thinks he's, although he is a snob, he's trying to, he thinks he'll be happy if he ultimately has respect. Yeah. And mm. he a got classy them. hotel yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is, a, is, is a means to an end, isn't yeah, yeah. it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, But Cleese is literally larger than life, though. That's the really interesting yeah. thing about <laughs> Faulty Tats, is he is literally larger than life. He's, yeah. he's a, you know, a foot, yeah. a head taller than everyone else yeah. by, by easily. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, in the quiz quiz just now they, mm. they read out the famous rejection letter yeah. these are standard ca- characters mm. and that's what's but that's also what's interesting about 40, 40 Towers is they 
they do that thing that really great writers do where they go, here's some things you're familiar with, yeah. now let's see where we end up. Yeah. Rather than here's some things, things you're familiar with, let's stay being familiar with, yeah. treating them in a familiar way. That, that's, what, that's what you do if you, if you know what mm. you're doing. You, you start mm. from the obvious point yeah. and, then, and, then you, and then you embellish on it rather yeah. than yeah. stay there. Yeah. And that's what's brilliant about, you know, the, the, the major... Yeah. It's it's oh. and the casting as well. Is like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was one of the finest moments where the first radio show that we wrote, the series called The Best of British, which was a sketch show with Willie Rushton, and uh, wow. we uh, we insisted on that one of our uh, cast was the uh, Ballard Barkley, oh, just so we have <laughs> the major. Yeah, that we could be watching them yeah. recording our episodes. Doing your with Ballard Barkley. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Was such a Did you such deliver? a pleasure. Oh, of course he did. Yeah. That is always a relief Shovels. when they do. Because oh, yeah, yeah. they don't Shovelfuls. always. Yeah. No, it was... Because, um, yeah, sometimes you work, you know, you work yeah. with a hero and just go, oh. Yeah. Or the worst oh. thing is when um, when we were talking, uh, when we were doing Miranda, and we were thinking who could play Miranda's dad, and we chucked out a couple of names of like, oh, what about this person or that person? And a casting agent would just go, they, they can't really do the lines anymore. They're just a bit too, and you just think, oh, oh no, no. Yeah, oh no. no, you know. Yeah. So um, you know, they got Tom Conti, it was fantastic, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. But, um, fine. Yeah, but there, there, are, there are people his age who find that hard now, yeah. um, that right. you know, because age sort of affects different people differently. But um, but, but yeah, age no. doesn't affect Forty Towers. Yeah. To, to do a DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it doesn't date, does it? No. Really? And the yeah. only bit they cut, of course, is the major talking about um, Indians, uh, ethnicities. Yeah. Mm. Um, although actually, that's a, a completely serviceable joke that yeah. makes its point. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and d- delivers the, delivers the point yeah. and is a funny joke at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, contains language you. You know, yeah, you, you can't even expect, yeah, yeah. you can't even put it in the damn buster. Yeah. So it had to, it's it's gone from. Yeah. <laughs> although it's on the video release, the DVD release that my children watched. Okay. And I remember it coming up and thinking, <laughs> well, this would be interesting. Oh, yeah, here we go. Like the clicking to the top of the yeah. roller coaster. Duck, 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 duck. <laughs> it's also to them. Oh, to them, go. that is a c-word strength thing, isn't it? Because well, yeah. Although, although my young... new, to a new generation, racism is so. Although weird my and remember, young, younger mm. daughter. See where strength she'd never heard it. Okay, so they'd never heard the words okay. because they've 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 they have for her generation they have actually been um, removed, excised, which is, excised, yeah. which is which is sort of good thing, bad thing because yeah. you, you, you they need to know that people used to talk like that. Yeah, and, and mm. that these are bad things to say. But they had, but uh, and and afterwards I said, did, did you you uh, in fact I remember pausing it and say, you got the joke there, didn't you? And they're like, yeah, of course, yeah. They they, they got they got the yeah the point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's the only only bit that I think. Yeah. Um, There's a lovely bit interaction as well where um, I always love it. It's, it's an example of where you can just show a little bit of something with a very short line. There's a bit where Major comes in and he says, Hampshire won. Yeah. And Basil says, oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> it's not did we or did you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. did it. Yeah, it oh, just yeah. shows like, like I'm just not interested yeah, in I whatever. Do not, I yeah. do not care. I do not understand yeah, sport yeah, yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, and just little lines <laughs> like that. So, so it's got the big mm, yeah. and then it's got the subtle. It's got the emotional. Hope you're enjoying this episode with Al Murray. We'll get back to that in a moment. Just wanted to let you know that we're recording our 100th episode of Sitcom Geeks live at the Museum of Comedy, where better than the Museum of Comedy, on the 5th of December. We would love you to join us for that, both for the show and then in the bar afterwards. 
we will be having special guests, including Marcus Brigstock, who was the star of the first sitcom I wrote, Think the Unthinkable. And Marcus has also written a radio sitcom called The Wilsons Save the World, along with the brilliant Sarah Morgan, who will also be there on the 5th of December. Please do join us and you can get tickets online. You'll find links on our Twitter feed, Sitcom Geeks, and our Facebook page. And with a little light Googling, I'm sure. And if you go to Dave's website, davecohen.org, davecohen.org, you will be able to order his brand new book, The Complete Comedy Writer, which he says will make your sitcom sketches, stand-up and screenplays and stories 62% funnier. I've read it and I concur with his assessment. It's excellent. Go and have a look at that now. But let's get back to that interview with Al Murray about the wonderful Faulty Towers. The thing is, is, is it's famously based on that the, the 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 real hotel proprietor. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is is actually how much of it did 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 Cleese see that and think right? There's a this is yeah. So I watch him do some mad stuff. And then, but did he also see the simpatico side of the guy, or did he? Yeah. Did they build yeah. that in? Because well, he needs it or it doesn't work. There's a story I, I, told about how this guy assumed that there was a briefcase that was a bomb ooh. and that he grabbed it, ran out into yeah, the car right. park and threw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that therefore, and that John Cleese thought, oh, I'm going to stay another night. Yeah. Because that's, because even if you're filming on location, apparently mm. you can just do that. Yeah. And yeah. I want, it's weird, isn't it, how um, our media, when they're reporting on entertainment and showbiz, they have they have to have a backstory. I know, it's a foundation myth. Yes, because the idea that he just mm. came up with it is not acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I often think that uh, he is very similar to the Michael Palin's uh, pet shop owner in the Parrot Sketch. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of uh, basil in that, in that character. Oh, oh, no, no, he's not dead. He's, he's just resting. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like a character who will just lie and lie, and each lie Defend makes the, the next lie worse. Yeah. And, and, and that's kind of a lot of faulty towers, isn't it? Yes, you're the, yes in fact, yeah. That, so that's that, absolutely right. So they were obviously really interesting people mm. prepared to um, yeah. lie, <laughs> yeah. bear, do bare you must, lies. You must have met hundreds of. Basil Faulty. Oh God, not, Jesus you know, Christ! I mean, in a lot of hotels. Well, no, I remember. I remember well, <laughs> oh, yeah. here's a here's a perfect example of um, uh, staying in a, a hotel in Brighton. I stay in a lot, yeah. right? And one time we stayed there. Um, we rang ahead. We're coming from on from somewhere else because it's that thing you're on tour. So what you do is you you drive on to the next place, yeah. right? And then you stay the night, and then you wake up in the town you're working in the morning, it's just softer, yeah. right? And you've got two hours worth of adrenaline still yeah, coursing well, through your body on the night before. Yeah, and all yeah. that. Just get right? on the bus and go. Yeah. But, yeah. We'd, but we'd done a show in Brighton, and, and we said, um, we'll we be able to eat when we uh, get to the hotel after the show. Absolutely no problem. No problem at all. So we go to the bar, um, and they and there is nothing to eat. And we're like, you told us we'd better eat. No, we didn't. Contretemps, right? So the next time we're there... It's sort of nine months later, and uh, we would, we'd, uh, we'd complained, yeah. we'd complained formally, right? Expensive hotel. So we were driving. It was for Michael McIntyre's comedy road show, which was at the Brighton Dome, and I was in Carlisle the night before, and they wanted to be for Brighton the next day. Of course they did. So we said, yeah, all right. So said, yeah, all right. So we drove from Carlisle to Brighton that night after the gig. So show ends about half past ten. Packed up in the car eleven. Well, maybe a bit earlier than that. And we get to we get to Carla, uh, we get to Brighton at four thirty in the morning, right? <laughs> That's going some as well. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. The, my guy's very good. And we yeah. go into the we go into the yeah. hotel reception, 
And the bloke on reception says, Ah, oh, Mr. Murray, Mr. Booker, great to see you. I understand last time you were here, you had reason to complain. Right? right? And uh, Adam, that's, that's my, what you want at 4.30. Exactly. Yeah. Adam, my yeah. tour manager, just went, I don't think this is the time, mate. <laughs> Give us the keys. And off we went. But it, 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 and it, maybe it's something about hotels, that when you when someone treats you like that, as somewhere that you're, you're supposed to be a home from home or a safe, yeah. you know, a safe space yeah. to use modern parlance. Yeah. Some of you are meant to be welcome and they're like, I'll be with you. Like, it, it, it's double. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, that was one of those moments you think, oh, f- you know, fuck you. You're <laughs> <laughs> strung out and uh, it's a big gig tomorrow and I'm stressed out about it and you're doing this now. Yeah. And in the morning, the, the, I can't remember, there was a different shift in the morning so it was all forgotten. But, okay. but that moment, that hotel moment, you think, <laughs> right, we're ready to... Fight yes, that's now. right. And don't wonder yeah. if there's a meat platter in your room. <laughs> Upside down. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, he goes yeah. in and he splats your face yeah. in there. Yeah. Enjoy your food, Mr. Murray. But yeah. it's odd, isn't it? Though? Because the Germans episode is, a, is an example of um, a thing that people... It was obvious what Cleese was doing with that episode. He yeah. was saying, this country is obsessed with the Germans. Yeah. They've moved on. We need to. Yeah. For goodness sake. Yeah. Right? But he did it in a really, really... Like funny yeah, yeah. Um, on the nose way yeah. to the point where people thought he meant it or yeah. or just like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess you've never experienced that. Yourself. I've no idea what that. I don't know why I brought that. Or what yeah. that might be like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I mean, in a way, maybe one of the reasons I do it is I thought was surely because I think one of the things with Python is I thought uh, they uh, in general they seem to lance a load of things that I thought it was boils like mm. Life of Brian. Um, I kind of think after Life of Brian, they've they've done that now. So so we understand where blasphemy fits yeah. into into mm. comedy, mm. and so where blasphemy fits into with other religions, we've done that. We've been through that process, and in the end, we can look at that film and we can understand that in lots of ways it is not blasphemous mm. at all. Yeah. That was not their intention. So so lots of things you felt Python had done a running and and yeah. especially the Germans thing because he was doing it at the same time Freddie Starr was dressing up as, as, yeah. as it was very yeah. very far ahead of its time that episode the Germans yeah, yeah. and uh, you know because people were not you know that, that, those characters and, and I, I do remember watching it whenever it came out so I would have been what 20 or something 21 and you know and, and these Germans who were kind of okay characters because obviously I'd grown yeah. up my culture the Germans were you know Bangles. like we, you know, we we this was the one, the one place where Jews and the sort of English met was mm. our hatred of Germans, yeah. and uh, yeah. and so it was. I remember it was a real shock. Those cat, the 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 four, the the, the two couples, yeah. they were just like, hang on, Germans. This is not how Germans yeah. are portrayed on yeah. telly. Yeah. They were entirely they're, reasonable. They're human, normal, yeah. normal they're human yeah, beings. Just wanting to get on with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, and and of course, and and Basil is the monster. Of yeah. course, that's the whole. Yeah. that's the whole point. Basil is Britain's imperial past. Yeah, you know, to be really kind of pretentious yeah. about. It. Yeah, and, and it did, and it, and and in fact, funnily enough, I remember talking to Henning Vane about mm. this yeah. on the. Uh, uh, on the way to the gig we did and talking about the, the, the way that we kind of uh, I said you know we were so far ahead faulty towers so far ahead he said yeah yeah you know like like that like people still think like that you know because Henning mm. when he started out and people didn't people used to think this is an English person taking the piss out yeah. of Germans, and so he would get a sort of. Sometimes he'd do a gig, and he'd get the sort of laughs yeah. uh, for that. 
but then it they sort of as the more it went on, the more it's like, hang on, How, what's hang happening? On, this here? guy is this guy, yeah. yeah. And so and, and it's true. And, and we've, we've cut the game. We've come full circle with it now. Is that you know, Pete, yeah. Basil Fawlty is the hero, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Although, of course, the brilliant thing is the you, that's almost an episode that feels like it's written from reverse engineered from mm. the punchline. How on earth did they win the war? Right. Okay. Mm. I'm going to write a whole mm. half hour sitcom <laughs> yeah. that means we land there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, literally reverse engineered. Wouldn't from it be you brilliant? Started it. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> wouldn't it be brilliant if we yeah. had some Germans who end up having to say that yeah. because of the way we've behaved? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing? And it felt that sometimes yeah. that episode look, looks like it's because yeah. sometimes great. Great yeah. plots are written to deliver yeah. Yeah. one line, one yeah, yeah. touchdown like that. And it, yeah. it maybe maybe that's what they did with it. Well, yeah. except it's very hard to... Because occasionally... Because I write um, Milton Jones's radio show with him and another guy mm. called Dan Evans. Um, and occasionally we get... We sort of we, we start with the idea. Oh, this week Milton is a um, is a bus conductor or a, a, a pest control guy. Yeah. Whatever. And sometimes though, you set various hairs running, and eventually you get to a point where you then just then you think of a joke which brings them all together, and it's so perfect that you think, oh, it's going to sound like we did this whole thing so yeah. we could do that yeah, one yeah, joke. Yeah, 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 well. And actually, that's not why we did it. Um, so it is um, it's really interesting. As you were talking about. Um, uh, faulty just then though there was a, there was an overlap which I've never spotted before um, is that in the Germans episode he's sort of Rigsby isn't he yeah there's a yeah. hint of that kind of little Englander um, about him and the desire yeah. for respectability because mm -hmm. um, although he was a although he was a Tory in real life uh, yeah. Len Rossiter yeah. Um, which did not endear him to Francis de la Tour, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, in fact, listeners, if you're interested in, um, I actually interviewed Eric Chappell, who wrote um, uh, Rising, Damp. Rising Damp, and wow. actually very well, I went to his house and interviewed him. Um, and he was very delightful. Um, he just thought that the, you write 24 episodes of something, and then you stop and move on, which is why he's written about four or five shows. They're all about 24 episodes, and he's done. Moves on to the next one. Really? Yeah. It's extraordinary, yeah. isn't it? You just think you could have kept going with Rising Damp. That yeah. was. Mm. Um, but. Uh, well, but 24s are better than 12s. Oh, at least, without a doubt. At least yeah. it's not. Because I think one of the things Forty Towers is set in motion that mythology that you should only do 12. Yeah. yeah. And the young ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's in the do... office and. and... Yeah. Lots of stuff. Well, that yeah. was the, the, the writer-performer thing. You know, you just thought... And, and, and that was, you know, back when the writer-performer was the one sitcom every two or three years, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, and and uh, you, the, it was partly, I think, the person playing the character was was putting so much of themselves yeah, out yeah. there, yeah, yeah. I think, that they maybe couldn't... I mean, it's what, what you were saying earlier today about how, you know, it's a character and how mm. you are able to kind of be separate you are not you know you are clearly not the pub landlord yeah, yeah. in a way that when you watch Steve Coogan being Alan Partridge and you sort of you, you can see there's a kind of you know he's he's putting a lot of Steve Coogan in there yeah. you, you you know you never quite know how much but you can see that mm -hmm. and, and and I think that's a, that that was the thing about the the 12 so 12 just feels like you know if I have to do another 6 if I have to give another six new bits of my neurosis out there, I don't know. Yeah. Is there? Uh, have I have I got well, six which of course more? Famously, supposedly, what's happened to Cleese is he's not been funny since. You know, is the is he he did Faulty Towers and then he did yeah. Fiscal Wonder and then he went to therapy and 
yeah. and, and supposedly solved all his problems. <laughs> and Which is a real shame. Fish Called Wonder is a brilliant film. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I. The last time I saw it, it really. It felt. Um, Maybe it's the, it dated, maybe. Maybe the bad English light and the... Um, okay, it is a bit dull. And the crummy, it is a the crummy, bit, crummy a bit soundtrack. Yeah. It's a bit I don't gray. know. Crummy soundtrack? We're going to come to blows over this, aren't we? Yeah, I don't um, know. No, but it's a lot... Yeah, I I, I kind of half-watched it. And, and also, Clockwise was the thing he did first yeah, after it, where he Michael basically... Frame. Yeah, reprised... Yeah. Basically reprised Faulty. It's yeah. got quite a lot of that, hasn't it? And, it, yeah. and, it, and that's a sort of... That's a small film. Yeah. Uh, but in, funny though, yeah. some of it. I, sat, I watched it. I remember watching it the first time and enjoying it, and then tried to watch it subsequently and found it very difficult. Well, I, there's that bit, you know, that it hinges on him getting to a railway station yeah. and the guy going left, and he yeah. says right, yeah, and he goes yeah. right, yeah. and you think, you know, in fact, yeah. I don't think he wrote that though, isn't it? No, didn't Michael, Michael Frame? No, he didn't. He didn't write it. But um, you, you, you didn't write it. But you sort of think a forceful yeah. enough guy like that would, uh, uh, yeah, someone that set of their instincts wouldn't go, oh yeah, that's fine, yeah, yeah. Wave it through, but then there's I'm a right. bit, there's an overlap yeah. of the character also in that, but that wonderful bit because I know also the Mrs. Richards episode really well. It's when he's sort of in a bit of a state, and then the delivery guy comes in and goes, "You got Mrs. Richards staying here?" Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. The, the straw that breaks the camel's back. <laughs> uh, and that just reminds me of his persona in when he sort of realizes in Clockwise he's just not. Yes, there's a moment in Clockwise where he gives up. Yeah, isn't it? and yeah. before yeah, once he's come to the, it's not the despair, it's the hope. The car moment, isn't it? Yes, almost. I suppose. Literally yeah. like that scene. Yeah. But uh, and again, I was uh, I was just in the car and the radio on. There was a trailer for a, a radio show. It was about a year ago. He did a radio series. I can't remember. I didn't. I didn't hear the series, but there was a trailer for it, mm. and it was just him doing a trailer. And I'm doing this show, and it's on. And there was a, just some little joke in it, and yeah. it. It was just. I just found myself laughing out loud yeah. at it, just mm. this little non-joke, yeah. and then yeah. and I think you know, I, what whatever he has, mm. he yeah. still has it, and yeah. you know, I don't think he's ever lost. That and I think that showed in the uh, in the live. I mean, the thing is, the, I think the thing with him is, it, or the thing with Forty Towers, if they'd made another six, then great. Yeah. But if they go, if they try and do it now, yeah, could yeah. could 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 we make sure that never happens? Well, yeah. they went back to porridge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which was a bit of a shame. But really. what would you couldn't put Sybil and Basil didn't have any children, so it would have to be a yeah a, a, a shouting nephew. Yeah. Were there any shows that, so just we're probably going to wrap up really, but um, were there any shows subsequently that sort of came close to that where you had a tape and you virtually wore it out watching it? What, sitcoms? Yeah. Or, um, or were you more comedy albums or, you know? Comedy albums and uh, the, mm. Steve Martin Live at the Hollywood Bowl okay. is the thing yeah. I um, completely wore out when okay. I was. Yeah, that, that was the record that stand ups were introduced to and changed. Okay. Stand up in yeah. about 1985. Wait, and were you were you sort of watching that when you were about 15 or something? No, that was um, my parents didn't have a video player. Okay, so uh, um, that was at university. Right. Um, a very very good friend of mine, um, still a good friend of mine, Simon Oakes, oh, yeah. um, who, who a mutual guitarist. friend of ours, great guitar player and a geography professor of all things. Wow. He had because um, he was an only child, so he had VHSs. Okay, and ten action men from when right. he was younger, and, which I still am, I'm still annoyed about. Be his friend, and, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he had he had um, lot. He had all the young ones, and he had. Um, uh, like fistful of travellers checks, comic strip stuff, all on VHS. Ah, okay. right. But but it was Steve Martin live at the Hollywood Bowl, and yeah. that whole thing, 
um, the whole thing of him of his performance being one hundred percent. There was there was no that's yeah. the, the, that video was and somebody oh, got the video. Nobody had video then yeah. uh, like of American stand up yeah. and somebody a guy called Roy Hutchins who was a sort of stand up at the time got hold of this Steve Martin video and then just every comedian yeah. watched this video and it was like oh my god we've it's been, amazing we've been, you forget yeah. that you know I mean I can remember those times when you just couldn't get hold of yeah. couldn't get hold of it and, and we'd that... all been shuffling on stage being left wing and, and yeah. all this stuff and then suddenly we saw his guy in a suit and it looks like a bank manager and he's just and he's just saying something like excuse me and it's just yeah. the funniest thing <laughs> yeah. and it's like he's, it's not much more than the sum of the, the, the person and, and suddenly like, the, 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 yeah. the comedy circuit oh, the whole thing took off yeah yeah and it was you'd be better dressed than anyone at the gig possible yeah. rather than turn up in a t-shirt and that there's that really like I remember just things in it thinking why am I laughing at this because yeah. he, he had the nozzle of a petrol pump and he'd hold it up and go you see this 15 bucks <laughs> right? and the whole Hollywood Bowl would laugh at anything why, I, why what's am I, the joke why, why am I laughing yeah, at this yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. because he's it's because he and he yeah that, okay. so that video okay. over and over and again and, and, and the thing is that there were things on it there's the the, 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 the short before it Right. Is, is him doing a yeah, songwriting masterclass with, oh, with Paul no, Simon. Paul Simon, yeah. And Chevy Chase, he's telling, he's, <laughs> and Paul Simon's going, how about this? He goes, well, I think, Paul, what you need yeah. to do is... No, uh, well, no it, what it is, that, it's the it? secrets of comedy. That's it's right. like a bunch of people all sitting around. Saying, so, Steve, tell us, how long do I leave between the setup and the punchline? That's right, yeah. so goes, One and a half seconds. And then someone else <laughs> asks a question. And then Paul Simon's sitting in the corner. He says, he says you know, when I'm when I'm writing a song in a minor key and I, I want to go down the, that's right. they yeah. all look at Paul. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. about comedy. That's Shut right. up about your music. That's, that's right. right. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. He, that, that explains why Chevy Chase is in the "You Can Call Me Out" video. Yeah, I've sort of never quite worked out how that exists. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they were they were it's a funny all knotted video. up together. But yeah. but 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 yeah, Steve Martin live live at the Hollywood Bowl, yeah. I think, and then. And probably Life of Brian. Yeah. And probably also um, uh, Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Okay. Because um, I was into Steve Martin's film career yeah. mm. for a long time. Um, you even... know, Steve Martin was asked, who is the funniest person that you've ever met? And who did he say? John, John Cleese. Oh, John Cleese? Yeah. Wow. That's what he said. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, there we go. Mm. Yeah. There's a bit Beautiful of a similar... There's a, yeah. There feels Rounding a bit of a similarity between them as well, yeah. though. Yeah. In that... That you know, people really want them to be something that they're sort of not that interested in being, yeah. oh. and they know they seem to really know who they yeah, are. But I saw I saw Steve Martin seven eight years ago when he came to the UK with his um you you know his uh, banjo yeah. The, yeah whatever they're called uh, that band mm. banjo lady band and basically it was it was an hour and a half show and an hour and ten of music and then and between it 20 minutes of stand up and it was so funny yeah. mm. and it was worth and, worth it oh my god yeah. It, uh, and we were we were we were only in the fourth row yeah. my girlfriend at the time had, had made sure we got good tickets yeah. and, and done done some blaggery yeah. and there we were and there he was and it was as near it was as near as to seeing the wild and crazy guys you could get and it was it yeah. was great and and he'd he he did it in a very self conscious i'm not I'm not. I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy anymore. But here, the, yeah. here here's, go on, then. here's some sprinkles of it. And the way <laughs> he used to do the Oscars, actually, and, and it was just right. so funny. God, he used to do the Oscars. 
Wouldn't that be yeah. great if they had someone like him doing the Oscars? Mm. I might watch that. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, well, um, thank you very much for. Um, we, I don't know how. I don't know how, where we started or how we ended, but uh, it, we went all the way around. It was great. Really interesting. Um, I'm so pleased we didn't ask you the questions thank you. <laughs> that you get asked a lot. The um, but yes. um, but yeah, no. So um, thanks very much indeed to you, um, yep. and thank you for listening. And I uh, will speak to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.